We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast with, brought to you by WinBet. Chris List, Jeff Erickson here. Uh, recapping a uh, week 10 where, you know, some, some results that caught some people surpri- by surprise. Some more survivor carnage happened, especially if you had to pick two picks like you did in the season contest. Uh, Team of Destiny still goes on uh, and it was, it was a bloody week for that. So how's it going, Chris? Uh, it's going well. It's going all right. It was. I was really happy early on. We had Dallas and Survivor, and it's funny because I just like it just came to me. Like it, it seems obvious now, but like we was Dallas. Arizona was the bigger favorite. We had them, and we had uh, Pittsburgh available, which is the same size favorite. And we mm-hmm. we chose Dallas. We just it came to me while I was walking the dog in the morning. I was just like, you know what, Dallas is the right team, and I, it had to be Dallas. I mean, the other two lost. You know, I mean Pittsburgh tied, but that's a loss. Um, and. Uh, so, yeah, it was super easy. You know, there was like the first drive. It was a little bit sketch. Like the Falcons got some pressure and Matt Ryan had time. But they, there was basically a failed fourth down by the Falcons on fourth and seven. It was really weird. They, they decided to go for a field goal. And after that, it was over. Uh, I mean, they just went crazy. It was very easy. I almost feel like I didn't even get my money's worth. I didn't get any sweat out of it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was nice. And, you know, a lot of people are out. You know, the Ravens and Steelers were the two biggest. The, the Buccaneers lost, too. So, um Cardinals lost. It was huge carnage. So there's 173 people left in the $6 million pool now. So that's worth about, I think, 34K each. That's, that's huge. Yeah. I played the the season contest. I think you've played in it before too, SZN.com. Yep. And uh, starting in week 10, you have to pick two teams, not just one, two teams. They want to make sure this thing ends. They don't want any, okay, well, we're going to go into the playoffs or anything like that. Uh, so Thursday night, 52% of the, the, the people had taken Baltimore. So right then and there, you knew it was going to be a bloody week. If there was any other upsets. It was even, you know, even without any upsets, it was going to be right. a big week. But the fact that Pittsburgh did not win, the, the uh, Tampa Bay losing the football team and losing the whole game, basically, uh, the, you know, that, that was huge too. Uh, the, the Chargers, some people were on the Chargers. The Cardinals, some people were on the Cardinals. It was bloody. It was it was awesome because I had Dallas and Buffalo, and so I had two no sweat games. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just so nice. Like we got the right one. You know, it's been three weeks in a row. We went Chiefs instead of Bengals. That was Dalton. 
The next week, we went Dolphins instead of Cowboys, who were three points more favored. That was me. And this week, I chose the Cowboys. He went along with it. Three mm-hmm. weeks in a row, we dodged so many minefields. It's incredible. Like, how did we did it? I don't know. It just came to us. This week, we have another issue. Thanksgiving Day is a whole week uh, in our pool. So we know we're using the Bears. We know it. We already used Dallas. I mean, maybe yeah. if something happens, we would have to switch. But we only have the Bears, Lions, and Saints available, and the Saints play the Bills. So yeah. it's, it's Saints or Bears pretty much, um, and it's probably the Bears. So it's just crazy. Um, if it gets any – if there's another big carnage week and we survive again, which we will because we're the team of destiny, I mean, it's $6 million, Jeff. This is starting – I mean, it's still 100 – it's only 34 grand per team now left in equity. But we start getting to it's, you know, 150, 200 grand. Um, you know, now you're talking about some real money all of a sudden. Yeah, you are. You are, and uh, that that that's could be huge. I think one of the big takeaways from this weekend too is don't get caught up in recency bias. The Cleveland Browns looked fantastic against the Bengals last week. There couldn't get stopped. You know, no OBJ, no problem. They're fine. Okay, no Chubb is a problem. Okay, that that that's that's a significant change. They go up against the Pats and get smoked, just destroyed by the Pats. Uh, despite the early touchdown, that the Pats were never in doubt in this one here. Uh, you look at. The Chargers going on the road, winning at Philly. Oh, okay. And maybe they, you know, maybe that Herbert's fixed again. No, gets throttled by the Vikings. You know, you, you see this up and down the league. There's a lot of those situations there where a team does one thing one week. All right, all right, this is our reality. I feel like we're almost, you know, it, it, it's not like they're a static value, but at the same time, so easy to get caught up in recency bias. It is. I mean, I, I pretty much haven't that much. Like, I almost like a team that's done poorly the week before because yeah. you know they're going to be focused and a team that loses, you know, like um, this week, I, I got to look at it, but the Browns, I think, play the Lions, I think. Um, and they're going to be focused because they got so embarrassed. You know, it's like, how could they not need a win next week to pick themselves off the floor? Um, New England, man, I said this two weeks ago and it's it's more true every week. Like, they look like the 2001 version. Like, don't F with New England. Like, that is a dangerous team. And, you know, it's, it's uh, Mac Jones looks like he's getting better every week. And defense looks really good. Ramondre Stevenson looked good. The mm-hmm. offensive line is good. Cleveland, you know, it wasn't just Chubb. I mean, De- Nerdis Johnson actually played pretty well. It's that they suck. I mean, they have no offensive skill players. They just don't. I mean, you can't start. Who would you start on the Browns besides the starting running back? Probably offensive lineman. That's it. No, that's what I mean. But, like, what fantasy player could you even start on the Browns? I don't know, you know, maybe Landry in a pinch, uh, but it's a serious it, pinch. Yeah, it, it's bad. It's really bad. Um, and I think you maybe have to go week to week with that. And maybe there's a better matchup. Maybe that's it. But they get Chubb back and they're, you know, that that's he'll be back next week because he was close to coming back this week from what I could tell. Uh, right. But I think he'll be back. Um, and so that you, you're obviously rolling with him. But uh, it, it's it's tough out there. It's really tough out there. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it has been a very a lot of extreme shifts, but it it is helpful to just look at it as um, and it's hard to do this because our our minds like to have brand names and concepts like, okay, this is this team is this and this team is that and this one's good and this one's bad. And so when Carolina goes to Arizona with P.J. Walker, the line is 10 and a half, but you're like, Colt McCoy is the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. Why are they laying double digits? It doesn't make any sense. That should have been my best bet. That was crazy. I didn't think they'd get blown out like that, but uh, but I did take the uh, the Panthers in our uh, 
force the bet, by the way. Yes, so, I know. It's going to be expensive for you, I think. But Well, it's it, going to get you back in the black after a while of being in the red. So I think I might get paid, though. You don't think so? Uh, I was ahead, so keep that in mind. I, I was already had like 14 bucks though. So I think that's pretty big. I don't know. It's we'll close. see. You'll, you'll, I'll, you'll I'll do let math. you know the world needs to know. So I'll look it up this while is, we're talking. It's, a bit, it's important. It's important. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I think like if you look at the teams more as just there are 11 people against 11 people, just the actual fact of an NFL game, um, you can get more in the mindset of what might happen. You know, it seems very easy to say there's no way the Panthers could blow out the the Cardinals. There's no way the Broncos could blow out the Cowboys, but like, it's just 11 professional athletes against 11 professional athletes. It's, it's just, if you really look at the fact of it, it's a lot different than if you're stuck on the brands of it or the recency bias or, you know, who's done well this year. Um, but you have to read it a little bit. I made a big mistake. I made the Raiders my best bet and I've been reading this really well all year. And it was just a bad read. I was like, the, the chiefs haven't done much. The Raiders have been better. The chiefs have to now show that they're capable uh, of laying points on the road. And I just misread it. Like the chiefs were, <laughs> I, it was just, it was just the opposite read was true. It was like the chiefs were the buy low. The chiefs were the team that hadn't lived up right. to what it was. The Raiders were playing over their heads. And of course, after the fact, it's easy to really say what, you know, what happened, but, but I do think it's possible to sort of get into the pulse of the, the ebbs and flows of how the league goes. And um, it's uh, it changes every week, you know, it changes all the time. It does. It does. Uh, by the way, you, so it's forty three seventy five for the Panthers, uh, and it, you talked me into the Raiders. Take uh, you know, uh, you put it put it in my brain. And I took the Raiders, so it's close. You 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 gain, you went positive over fifty five bucks last. But week. you were up fourteen, so I don't get that yeah. yet. No, okay. not not yet. So I'm gonna have to have an epic rally though. Um, but nice. uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. So yeah, I that the Chiefs game. I mean, there were. Mahomes still did some goofy stuff. The touchdown pass to Williams, I mean, that was kind of a prayer that was answered. But they were clearly the better team. They clearly dominated both sides of the ball, dominated the game. You know, Carr is throwing ducks up there. Coach is punting down 17 or down 20 points. That was one of the worst Uh, I've ever seen. Fourth and five, too. It wasn't like it was fourth and 15 or something. He was on the 37. He 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 wasn't on his own 15. First of all, even if he was on his own 15 and fourth and five, he had to go for it. They're down 20 with 12 minutes left. You got to just drive and score a touchdown there. There's no other alternative. There's no choice. But he's at the 37 on fourth and five, down 20. There's 12 minutes left. You cannot punt. First of all, they drove it all the way down and scored a touchdown. I know. That's great. But either way, you just cannot do it. No. And, and it was just, dude, like it was like not even paying attention to the game. Like Cal uh, Shannon had some of those the week before. It's like, dude, you're not paying attention. You're just reflexively doing something. You're not coaching right now. You're just autom- You're like a, a robot. You're like an algorithm that, that malfunctioned or something. Um, right. And he just punted. And But the whole thing, I mean, Deshaun Jackson's fumble was horrendous. And then. Oh, what was know, that? I don't oh my know. gosh. And, and just, but the, the whole thing, the, the Chiefs were better. Somebody wrote that Chris Jones was out of position. Might have been Mike Clay. It was somebody who said that Chris Jones, who's a defensive. It was Ted Bell. That is oh, like, Ted Bell. You know, the, the biggest trade was going and getting Ingram so they could move Jones back to the inside. I'm, Mike Clay right. might have written it too, but I okay. saw Ted Bell last night. But anyway, that, you know, suddenly the Chiefs defense was good. And that was just kind of a new thing. And then, the, yeah, the Raiders, like, they just couldn't. The Chiefs did something right, though, on offense, too. They were really taking a lot of short passes to Kelsey that they were just gashing them with Kelsey and even Darrell Williams. Like, they just, that was there. And in, in weeks past, teams had just kind of played back, and the Chiefs didn't take advantage. They didn't have enough underneath drives 
uh, to score. And they didn't really have a ton of huge plays. That prayer to Williams was one play, but it was mostly drives. I mean, they were mostly, yeah. I mean, they, 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 they were what like, was given to them, which is yeah. something Mahomes has struggled to do this year. Mahomes missed some open deep shots too. It wasn't, it wasn't a great yeah. game by Mahomes, but it was the chiefs that we know. Mahomes had 400 yards and five touchdowns. Kelsey got his Hill got his the running back, you know, Darrell Williams had a good game. Got his. Yeah. 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 It's uh, I don't know. It was, I, it was, I'm pissed because I lost my streak and I'll never get it back, but uh, no. it's, it is what it is. That's why it's hard. You know, sometimes you, uh, you make a bad call. That's why there's orders of magnitude and, uh, uh, you know, attached to it there. So, so it goes, uh, but yeah, uh, pretty wild stuff. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, uh, but quick first note from our friends at WinBet. If there's one thing we appreciate here at Rotowire, it's making good decisions and even more so making the right decision. Listen up folks. I have an incredible offer for you with Rotowire's newest partner, WinBet the premier digital casino and sportsbook app. WinBet is now the exclusive sponsor for Rotowire's fantasy podcast. WinBet brings you all the latest action with a user-friendly inter- interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over-unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on roulette, double down in blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at baccarat. WinBet is currently available in six states, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, while rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. WinBet is currently offering all Rotowire listeners a risk-free bet up to $500 on your first wager. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. WinBet, the exclusive partner for Rotowire's fantasy podcasts. Uh, I had Joe Fan on from WinBet last uh, Wednesday. If you uh, haven't checked out that one, that was a fun podcast too. So, um, Okay, let's continue wrapping up week 10. The big injury is Aaron Jones. Uh, you know, with a knee sprain, at least I think fantasy wise, that's the big injury. Uh, we don't know how long he's going to be out, but the Packers still haven't had their bye week. So you got to figure that'll play into it a little bit too. Uh, we'll, we'll see. It's an MCL sprain. We'll get Stefan Yon later in the week, but AJ Dillon's going to be huge going forward. He will. I, it's a guy I have everywhere and I hell, I had restraint not to drop him a lot of times this year. Uh, I you know, obviously feel bad for Aaron Jones, but it's like that's that was the one. That was the guy I had most of in any league. Yeah. Um, it looked kind of bad, though. He, he, he looked really injured. He didn't look like you right. know, somebody who just like had a minor tweak and maybe a week or two. Um, it looked like he may be out, I don't know, several weeks. And then, you know, it, it sprained, you know, Stefani Bell, I'll tell you. Um, just means a tear. It doesn't tell you right. what degree of tear it is. So if it's like a second degree tear, he could be out like a month and a half. Uh, if it's a you know a third degree tear, he's done probably. I don't know. MCLs tend to heal more quickly, but um, but don't yeah don't don't be like oh it's only a sprain like that's not you know that means it could still be serious. So we'll see. That's obviously a huge uh, puzzle piece in fantasy football. He was definitely a top ten overall player. Um, depending on where you ranked him. And so uh, somewhere in the top 10, I would think before. Yeah. He your first and, round pick for sure. Yeah. And, and deservedly so, you know, worthy first yep. round. And then, uh, and now I think, you know, AJ Dillon's got to be a top 12 back. He can even catch passes a little bit too. He's not terrible as a receiver. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so you got no, no, no uh, Jones. We also saw Alvin Kamara miss the game against the Titans. Uh you know, he's not guaranteed to come back next week. You know, no. you know that, that that's just the thing. Or be at 100%. So it might be some some concern about him, too. And once again, we lose another top back. It's crazy. And you know, those allegations surrounding Dalvin Cook, although he played and seemed fine, at least on the field, uh, it didn't seem to affect him. 
but it has been really crazy. I mean, McCaffrey left uh, mid-game for a minute uh, with some sort of leg thing and he came back in. Uh, but it is really crazy at the top. Jonathan Taylor um, is like really the, the last guy standing. He and Najee Harris really. I guess Eckler is still viable. Zeke has been banged up, but scored two touchdowns. So there's like five guys that have held up uh, most of the year. But that's it. You know, I mean, Chubb yeah. will come back. and He's missed time already, and now he's going to – he missed last week. It has been really uh, a bloodbath at the top. It has. It has. And uh, I, yeah, I, I'd be uh... – yeah, it, it's going to be a big mess going forward. They're uh, trying to figure out, okay, do you start Ingram this week and all that? And we're scrambling. I mean, I'm, there's leagues where, oh, hey, I finally got Antonio Gibson back. I hate starting against the Bucks, but he was actually good. Uh, and that, that's the other thing that was kind of weird to watch this week. Yeah, I think he was finally healthy. You know, he's been hurt all year, and, and he was not on the injury report heading into this week, and then he had a really good game against a good run defense. I think the Bucks are fifth against running backs in, in fantasy. So they're not number one anymore, but they're still, yeah, it's still a tough matchup. It is. It is. And again, you got to pay attention to what's going on on, on the personnel on those teams. And maybe they're just a little bit different there. So uh, some, something to kind of have to sweat there a little bit too. Speaking of sweating, I'm in a, a guillotine league for the first time. I'm on the chopping block right now, but I've got two teams to sweat. It, it's, I've got a chance still to stay alive, but I'm, I'm the low, done guy this week and that's it's that's that's scary so like i gotta sweat daryl henderson this week uh in one league and i got and the other i got or against one team and the other is like the rams defense and uh the, they've got like higby too but uh this monday night game it's, it's also a little weird you saw robert woods get uh the injury on friday um that was a big big shock right after they got obj you thought that maybe they know something but no they said it happened in practice on friday yeah, that was a crazy thing. Remember Deshaun Watson is a rookie towards ACL uh, in practice. You know, it's like you're running back and forth, cutting in practice. It happens. It's not as common as during a game, but it does happen. Um, I want you to handicap this for me, Jeff. I've got uh, Elijah Mitchell going, and I'm up 18, almost 18. And I'm facing Daryl Henderson. Uh, Dalton told me, I always say Daryl, but it's Daryl. Daryl Henderson and uh, George Kittle. PPR up 18. Who do you like better? 18 and Elijah Mitchell or Daryl Henderson, and George Kittle. And it's PPR. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're doing chances to win here on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, my chances to win. I never get it. You know, I'm so generous with my chances to win. Right. And no one ever does my chances to win. All right. So you figure if each of those players got 18, you, you, you'd be, tired. you might be in trouble. Uh, but for him, that is, because I don't think Mitchell gets up to 18 against the Rams. So I will say, but I don't think each of them get up to 18 either. So I say you're probably a 59 to 41 favorite. I think that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, it is empirically right. That is your chance. Well, it's definitely that. right. And yeah. I mean, what? there's no falsification possible of this. Right. right. <laughs> no, yes. no matter what happens, you had it right. Just like yeah. the Jets had really good process taking Zach Wilson second. There's no way to falsify that, right, Jeff? You would try pick. to falsify that. Uh, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great pick, Jeff. No matter what it was, happens, it was exactly clearly the correct pick. Yes, it was correct because of the process was obviously correct. So how could it be a bad pick? You know. Well, the Mike White uh, train might have come to White Lotus. Now. Yeah, yeah. White, White Lotus had a tough game. Now, what is that in reference to? I don't know what that is. Mike White is also a director. Okay, and he directed White Lotus. He also directed a bunch of other stuff. Okay. Um, uh, he he's in it. He's in movies too. Like he directed, uh, I think it's called enlightened, uh, with, uh, Laura Dern. It was actually a good HBO show. Anyway, he's just like skinny, scrawny, pale 
guy, but his name is Mike White. Um, okay. And he's a director. He, he's also I an actor. I, for some reason, if I, you look him I up, you'll recognize movies. Okay. You'll, no, no. If you look up Mike White, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know who that dude is. Okay. Anyway, so this Dalton and I made a joke like, oh, that Mike White, because we were mocking the Jets. And the, the the HBO show is really good. Actually, I'm not done with it. I've got I've done three episodes of White Lotus is this recent one. So we okay. call Mike White. I call Mike White White Lotus. Um, gotcha. And uh, he's uh, White Lotus had a tough game. Yeah. Four picks. Um, you know, got replaced by Joe Flacco, I mean, which which is a sign, right, in and of itself. There, um, we'll we'll see. Uh, but you know, and Flacco got the late scores for them. I think they it's like he's like the third quarterback to get two touchdown passes in one in one game for the same team. Uh, you know, for the same team. I think maybe even the fourth. I think Josh Johnson had a game like that too. So they've had all four like get a two touchdown game, which is kind of weird for such a bad offense. Real team, but, real yeah. real team can get touchdowns for any quarterback. It doesn't matter. It's a real yeah. team. But uh, that game was never in doubt at all. Uh, so we'll see about that. Uh, the Eagles, they're four and two on the road, and I think they, I think they're either winless or one and four at home. I mean, they're they're really bad at home and pretty good on the road. They went into Denver, and they were the better team the whole way. I thought Denver was equal to them for most of the game, and then there was that horrible Darius Slay. They they were driving. They were down twenty thirteen. They were at like the twenty or whatever, and. Uh, there was a fumble. I forget who fumbled and Darius Slay picked it up, like ran around in like his own end and then circled everybody and ran for a touchdown. And it was 27, 13. And that was it. Yeah. So I, I thought it was, you know, Denver, like they didn't play great, but I thought it was an even game and then it just fell apart. Uh, but you know, Fangio I, ordered up a surrender punt too. Uh, when they were down 17, he was uh, ordering up a punt, like in the fourth quarter. It's like, what are you doing? What are you even doing there? Why are right. we here? And, Right. And that's the thing is like, you and I've talked about this. The tip, the King is totally legit. Like, look, there's people can get injured. The game's over. We don't think we have any chance. It's not worth it. We resign. We tip the King. We leave with 40 minutes left, you know, with 20 minutes left in the game. No problem. Right. I think that should be a thing. Like why expend those? Well, the fans paid for it, but it's like, yeah, it's because of gambling, but yeah. Well, well, I mean, that's the risk you run. You price it into your model. You know, hey, yep. you know, there's a there's a tip the king possibility in the third quarter, and if that Mike happens, Fangio, he's a good tipper. <laughs> he's tipped four times in the last two years, and yeah. you know, so because why go through the motions of kickoffs and injuries? I mean, the the chances that somebody's going to get severely injured in 20 minutes is high. Not that yeah. your quarterback will, but that somebody on special teams or somebody will get hurt is high. Every game, there's like at least one or two serious injuries. You know, serious meaning the guy misses six weeks or more. I mean, every game, pretty much, the yeah. special teamer, backup, you know, backup defensive lineman, whatever, rotation lineman. And why go through the 20 minutes if you're not going to actually try to win? Like, if, if you're already punting down 17 with eight minutes left or whatever, um, you should just be able to tip the king. I think that's legitimate. But th it's a real contradiction to be punting and yet subject your players to injury risk. Um, it should be one or the other. Don't do both, right? right? Like, either play to win till the end or, um, you know, or, or just, or just kneel, you know, basically, cause what you're doing is basically like kneeling down every time you have the ball, kneel down, kneel down, kneel down. Well, why are we wasting anyone's time? Let's just tip the King get right. over it. Right. The worst is when they, they do the order up these ter terrible puns and then still keep the starters in or like Jacksonville where they refuse to go for two and then do an onside kick anyhow, which they got their karmic dessert right away there uh, where right. they got the, the onside kick, uh, onside kick return for a touchdown. And then still kept Lawrence in the game after that because he's going to learn a lot in those last two minutes. Well, Lawrence uh, does not look right. I, I was no. so I have you know that survivor pool. The one team that didn't lose that could have was the Colts. They were up six. 
they did the dumbass up three, kick the field goal to go up six yep. with like two minutes left on the clock, which not only um, does it not put the game away, but it makes the other team have to beat you, right? Whereas like yep. if you're up three and you just like go for it on fourth down and you get stuffed, um, you know, then the other team, I don't know, it might have been like a long, so you might have had to kick it. But if it's fourth and anything, you know, less than seven or so, you go for it because uh, if if you if you don't make it, then the other team just winds the clock usually and kicks a field goal and ties it. Whereas if you go up six, the other team tries to go for the kill. They have to go for the kill. They have no choice. Um, right. But fortunately for them, Trevor Lawrence just is not good. I mean, I, I cannot believe I'm saying this in week 10. Maybe, you know, he's got to be good, right? He, he, the, the, the pedigree is too high for him not to be good, but he is not good right now. He's just not good. No. And no. I have, and I maybe, you know, they're bad at developing people or whatever, but it's kind of like, I mean, it's weird. It's like the Orioles had Kevin Gossman for so long and he goes to the Giants and he's like Cy Young type of pitcher. And so maybe that's like Trevor Lawrence is like, he just needs to go to a competent organization or whatever. But it is just so weird. Like Gardner Minshew didn't look that bad. You know, he looked okay. I mean, it's before Meyer, but right. it's like, this is just weird. Like when Rufus was like, I think Gard Gardner Minshew gives the Jaguars a better chance to win this year than Lawrence, or at least the first half of the year. I was like, no way. But he right. was right. I mean, Trevor Lawrence does not look like a professional QB. And to me, that's not how it would. I didn't think this was the likely outcome with someone with that pedigree. So it's very strange. I know. I know. It, it, it's really bad. Seslowski <laughs> goes, Mac Jones is the obvious crown jewel in this class. Is he 1-1 if we redraft an NFL today? He might be. I mean, who, I mean, he's the quarterback that looks good, right? I mean, he doesn't look like a superstar, but he looks good. Maybe he'll end up being Breezer Brady, one of those types. Um, but he, plus he twisted that dude's ankle, Brian Bird's ankle. So he's a badass. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I know you'd appreciate that. Yeah. I know you'd be like <laughs> pro, pro twisting up yeah, yeah. and all that. Yep. Dirty, dirty play is good. Um, but the point is that um, who else would be number one? Because Jamar Chase would be kind of a stretch, I think, at 1 1. I mean, you could take him over Mac Jones, like you say, or Pitts is, you know, Pitts is, could be, you know, a, a different level um, or Penay Sewell. But, Basically, like if you if you say, well, we want to take a quarterback one one, basically, which quarterback are you taking? Forget about the other players. Which QB are you taking if you're an NFL GM and you're the Jaguars and you got the one one? You know, um, I think you can make a case for Fields. He's starting to come on strong. I think he's got a higher ceiling than Jones, but Jones looks better. I mean, it's a good question. It's actually a really good question. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, it's not Trey Lance. We know that. I wouldn't be trading up for take, taking Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Uh, Poor Dalton Del Don. That's a Jets-esque uh, franchise move. And the funniest thing Zach about Wilson. Yeah. And the funniest thing about Dalton Del Don is that uh, is that I told you leading up to the draft, he was like, "Oh, we, we got to get Fields or Lance. You know, we got to get a mobile quarterback. We got to get a mobile quarterback." You know, oh, and then he, then there was a rumor that they were going to take Mac Jones, and he's like, "Oh, that's the worst. I lost sleep over it. I'm so miserable. How could they take a stiff like Mac Jones? That doesn't make any sense in today's NFL." Then he was such an talked, himself, he started, into talked it, himself into Mac Jones, and he was like, "Well, he's not that bad. I looked at some of his college stats, and he's actually pretty good. So if they take Mac Jones, it's okay." And then they took Trey Lance, and then he was like, "Oh, thank God, thank God, they took Trey Lance, and now Mac Jones is actually good, and Trey Lance can't even see the field." So that's what beautiful. an enjoyable, what an enjoyable thing that that is. It is. It really is. Uh, so that, that is funny. Now, that whole narrative can change. Next year, week 10, next year, we'll be like, oh, yeah, we knew all along Trey Lance was going to be <laughs> right. good. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's, not, it's not over yet. None of this is over except Zach Wilson. That's the only one that's over. All the rest of these guys are in play.
That's so funny. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. Uh, our phones, uh, quick note from our friends at Yahoo. The NFL season is heating up, and Yahoo is going big on daily fantasy football this season. There will be a ton, a literal ton of big prize contests throughout the year on Yahoo, including their multi-entry contest now being shark-free. To celebrate Yahoo going big on DFS as well as daily, Yahoo Daily Fantasy becoming shark-free, Yahoo is giving all users the opportunity to claim free $10 in site credit. Users can take advantage of this free $10 site credit offer to join any paid contest, including Yahoo's biggest contest, the weekly $1 million DFS NFL Baller Contest. The weekly $1 million contest features $1 million in total prizes, including first place receiving $100,000 and tons of overlay and prizes. Play daily fantasy football on Yahoo this season. Visit sports.yahoo.com slash daily fantasy slash welcome to claim the free $10 offer to get started. All right, uh, so, hey, Mac Jones looked great. The Pats looked great. Ramonde Stevenson looked great. I mean, if, if Damian Harris is out again and they play Thursday night, I think, maybe he gets another start here. Yeah, no, he looked good. Uh, I feel good about myself because I have my picked him up in the uh, Wavos League. Nobody, I had $0. I bid on him. Nobody outbid me. Got him. I knew they were both concussed, but real, real running back plays through concussion, and apparently only one of the two is a real running back. And he went off and he even caught passes. I mean, this guy's good. He fumbled week one after some preseason hype. And he was kind of in the doghouse and he was a healthy scratch for a couple of weeks. But, you know, Jeff Belichick taught him the lesson he needed to know by benching him and scratching him for a few weeks. And now he looks good. And, and I think it's, you know, no pun intended. It's a headache for the concussed uh, Harris the rest of the way because how can you put this back in the bottle? You know, it's like you got to probably use both of them now. You know, so... um but the other thing is the Patriots are going to have a lot of opportunities. The Patriots are good. Their defense is good. They're perfect for a running team. It's going to get cold out in New England. It's going to be hard to play there. I mean, they're, you know, I mean, you know, New England or Buffalo, that's almost like 50-50 now. You know, that's like a real, that's yeah. like a real game. Like who's going to, who's going to emerge there? And Buffalo has its own issues. And so obviously they right. didn't last week against the, uh, against the Jets. But yeah, right. yeah, I think this is, I think the Patriots are a serious contender. Yeah, uh, they could. They, I think so too. I think their defense is so legit. Uh, they just throttled the Browns. Just throttled them. I, I it was. Those I, I expected them to win. I think I made them my best bet, but I still didn't see this coming either. That's the thing. They get the Falcons on the road this week. Uh, I predict the score will be twenty-eight to three. I'll make the joke first. Uh, okay. But uh, except I'm sure I haven't made the joke first this week already. I'm sure there's someone out there with an earlier one. They get the Titans and then they get the bills. They have two games against the bills to left weeks, 13 and 16. Uh, they don't have their buy until week 14. It's really odd that they have such a late bye week, but, uh, it's like a December bye week. You just, you just don't see that. Yeah. The schedule is a little weird with that. I think that's, it's probably to their advantage actually, if they play them, but well, they're going to play them once before the buy and once after, Mm -hmm. I guess. So I don't know. Uh, by the way, speaking of the first to a joke, Jeff, um, I don't know. I've never heard anyone else say this. I'm sure someone has, but when the Lions were so desperate in overtime, you know, when, when I needed the Lions to tie or win against the Steelers to knock people out in Survivor, and everyone says people uh, take the W a lot or they try to give other people L's, but yeah. nobody, nobody urges someone to take the T. I said, just take the T, dude. Take the T. You know, the T is yeah. good. You're in Pittsburgh. You got the T. You're not. You're, you're not. Uh, you haven't lost every year. You're still winless. But you're not, you haven't been defeated in every single game. Take the T, but they wouldn't just take the T. They were trying to win, risking losing. Uh, and unfor- unfortunately, the Steelers' offense was also so inept that they got the T. So, uh, 
Way to take the tee, Lions. Uh, great job. But you did what you needed to do. You did no more than you barely needed to do. Did you see the field goal attempt in overtime for the win? It was Awful. like, the, I think the announcer said, it was, was it blocked? It was, it was so bad that they thought it was blocked. Steve Levy said it went off the crossbar, but, uh, you know, yeah. just kidding. You know. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was really bad. That whole game was just ugly though. I mean, Swift just was, this is Swift, 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 Swift. Golf was terrible. Oh, uh, I don't they, Why didn't they go to David Blau? What are they thinking? Like, like they wanted to, they, they should have switched from suck to Blau for sure. Uh, and, and it turns out that Goff was playing through an oblique injury. Gee, thanks. It was thanks. obvious. He couldn't throw the ball. And, I, I don't understand why they didn't make the switch. Like, why would you stick with a guy who's injured, who's not good when he's healthy, who's not the future of your franchise? What are you doing? It was so weird. It was like they – it's almost like they didn't want to win, but they were trying to win. Yeah. It was very strange, you know. Bizarro. Bizarro. That kick, that kick was just like the weirdest thing. It was like it wasn't shanked to the side. It wasn't blocked. It just had nothing. It was like it was like if you got me in there to kick. That's what it would look like. It would just it would yeah. go. It'd be like this little line drive that fell twenty yards short. That's exactly what it would look like if you got one of us to kick to attempt the field goal. You know it, it, that field that place is a tough place to kick. I know, uh, you right. see some aberrant things, but and I know weather was an issue yesterday, so maybe that was part of it. But still, we've seen I mean, you're we've a professional seen, NFL kicker. We've seen hundreds of games at Heinz Field. I've never seen a kick like that that wasn't no. blocked. Yeah, it was it was really weird, really really weird. Uh, but the tie knocked the Steelers out of it in, in Survivor. That was that was sufficient, and it hurt Incredible. the Steelers too. I mean, you know, they were on a roll. Baltimore had lost, Cleveland had lost. Since he was off, they had a chance to make ground on everybody, and they had a home game against the Lions and couldn't win. Well, they they played Monday night. Lions got a bye the week before. Yeah. I think the tie actually works okay for them because it's it's not a loss. So they're, you know, they're so in it right now with those other teams. Everyone lost this week. I mean, the, the Bengals were were uh, off, but the other they two lost teams lost. Bye. Yeah, yeah, they lost to the bye. They got a tie also, um, but they, you know, the Ravens and, and Browns lost. The Steelers tied. I mean, they made up ground, and the Ravens lost to Miami. You know, so that's not like a, you know, a great uh, loss either. Yeah, yeah, and. You know, it's it's weird. You see some like the the Bills were in this sweet schedule schedule, schedule stretch and then lost a game to the Jaguars. You can't afford to lose those. I mean, because the game it's schedule's going to get tougher later. You got to take care of business when you can. You know, it's crazy. The Titans lost to the Jets, but it's no problem because they're eight and two because uh, right. they beat everybody good. Uh, they just lost to the Jets. They lost to the Arizona week one, and we thought, oh, the Titans suck. Oh, Arthur Smith. What are they going to do without Arthur Smith? Yeah. And then we thought, yeah. we thought, you know, oh, but at least they have Julio, who's been totally irrelevant the whole year. And then On Henry's IR been out. Now. Yep. Right. now they did miss Henry. I mean, they, it's hard to run against the Saints. So, but they, none of their running backs could do anything yesterday. But, um, but besides that Jets loss where they were missing AJ Brown and Julio, though AJ Brown was non-existent also, um, they, uh, they've just been beating all the who's who. They beat the Rams. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. You know, they beat the Colts. They beat everybody. And so uh, it's, that's a really weird team. The AFC is so weird because who would you bet on if you're picking one team to win the AFC right now? Probably the Titans, but that's also recency bias, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, they're, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the Chiefs are – and re-entering the conversation, right? You gotta, uh, I mean, if the Chiefs are the Chiefs, you got to take them seriously. They pay, they play the Cowboys this week. I so mean, the Chargers pretty- suck. You can't look at the Chargers; they're not going to win three games in a row with that herky jerky. One week they show up, one week they don't. Right. Um, the Raiders, I think, just disqualified themselves in that game. I feel like, and then so you, you really have the Ravens, the Chiefs, 
the Bills, the Pats. Yeah. Ravens, Chiefs, Bills, Pats, Titans, right? I mean, someone else may emerge though, because everybody is so uh equal that you know, if the Bengals win two or three in a row, they'll be like, Oh, the Bengals, they were good for a while. There's a bunch um, of AFC teams over five hundred, too. You know, it, it's it, I, I think you're right. I, I think it's wide open. Our uh choose four teams or the field bet this year is going to be uh well you'd go AFC. I mean NFC. You would just go like I would go Bucks, I would go Bucks, Rams. Packers, Bucks, Rams, Packers, uh, and the, Bucks, Rams, and Packers would be three of my four. I don't know if I would go Titans or Chiefs or Patriots, but Bucks, Rams, Packers, then my fourth would. I don't think I would go Cowboys. There's something about that team with with McCarthy, but sure. maybe. But I, Bucks, Rams, Pat, Packers would be definitely in my three. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll we'll give it a couple more weeks. We usually wait till about week 14 to make that yeah. bet, right? Yeah, uh, no, so. I mean, it's a really, I had it, was it, it was against you last year and, and I had like three out of the four finalists. I just yep. didn't have the bucks. <laughs> I right. just didn't have the one that won. Yeah. The, the team that was like the, the five seed, uh, yeah. that in one in. conference, you know, there are five yeah. seed in one conference. Exactly. Yeah. Robert asks Cardinals. Would you put them in there? I'm not buying it. I mean, look, when Kyler Murray comes back and Hopkins comes back, they're definitely, it's definitely legitimate to put them in the argument. Um, I just don't buy it totally. I'm not, I, I can't really put my finger on it, but I don't buy it. And I also don't think Murray is that good as a real life QB. He's great fantasy QB when healthy, um, but it could be the Cardinals. Um, I, I wouldn't put them there though. We'll talk about them and the, the Panthers in a second. Uh, but first we had our last, uh, up, last note here. Thrive is back for another season of fantasy football and they're running huge guaranteed contests each week of this NFL season. With Thrive Fantasy, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Sign up today and get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Here's how you claim your free Rotowire subscription. One, visit rotowire.com slash thrive. Two, deposit a minimum of $10 and receive a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Three, play in your first paid contest and receive that free six-month Rotowire subscription. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Big thanks to Thrive. Big thanks to uh, the Blue Wire, Blue Wire Network for uh, their sponsorship all season long. Um, okay. Uh, let's talk Carolina and Arizona. I have a theory that, okay, you have a bunch of adversity, a bunch of uh, guys get hurt. You you kind of you build up, you get through it. Okay, we're fine. Okay. We, we got, it's almost like you got the adrenaline to get through something, but then the pain really settles in that second week when you're missing these guys. And there's more tape out there on Colt McCoy, you know, for what 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 sort of player he is right now. And they adjust and they attack it. And Carolina's got for all their wars, Carolina's got a good defense still. Yeah, and just getting getting rid of Darnold was such a, a value add because yeah. He was like negative 10 points. He was just throwing picks, pick sixes, just totally out to lunch. And getting a guy who was just playing a very safe game plan in P.J. Walker and not doing anything mm-hmm. was a huge upgrade from a huge negative, just having kind of a zero rather than negative. And then the defense is good. And then the – yeah. And, the, the and a healthy McCaffrey is huge too. Yeah. He was a big difference maker too. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that was still the most – and that might have – been the most aberrant result this week unless it was uh the football team beating the bucks but <coughs> excuse me um it just shows that carolina they're not a special bad team they're just one of those med- middle of the pack teams maybe lower middle but they've got a legit defense they spent all those picks on defensive picks and now they got their healthy back and they don't have a soul crushing quarterback and meanwhile arizona had a soul crushing quarterback yesterday yeah and i think that you know Carolina's not a really weather place. It can snow there, I guess, but it's not a real weather place. But as mm-hmm. the as we get into later in the season, excluding the Dome and the California teams, you're going to see these defense and running teams start to have a bit of an advantage. Like I think a lot of this like analytics, running backs don't matter. It's all about passing. It kind of presumes like ideal conditions, or it presumes overall when you you know average stuff right. in too. But I do think like there's teams that are more built um, for rougher weather and. Uh, We'll see the Patriots in January. Going to Foxborough in January, you have to go there. That's not, you know, that's going to be a big deal, like where these games are played. Like if they have to go to, you know, but even Arrowhead can be bad weather and, and places like that. So um, the AFC is more bad weather and less domes. The Colts have a dome, but they're not, um, they're, you know, who knows, you know, if they're going to, they'll be on the road anyway. But like the the AFC teams, like it's going to, a lot of that's going to be settled by, uh, you know, in, in conditions that are conducive to defense and running. Yeah, I think so too. Let's talk Bucks though. Um, I thought they were the best team in the NFL, but they've lost two in a row now. Once before and once after the break. Brady threw two picks against what we in a game what we thought was a positive matchup. Uh, what happened here? Uh, and also Chase Young tore his ACL like halfway through the game. Yeah, um, and Terry McLaurin so- got hurt too. Uh, he was only out a little bit, but the, yeah. the it was just Washington took it to him and beat the crap out of them. And Brady, nobody wants the MVP. You know, as soon as, okay, Lamar Jackson, here's the MVP front runner. Nope. Bad game against Miami. Oh, Brady's the MVP. He's the plus 350 to an MVP. Nope. Doesn't want it. Uh, now Mahomes is going to like get back into this. Um, 
none of these QBs are really separating, right? Like, like who's the right. MVP? It was Kyler Murray's the MVP. Nah, he's missed some games. He's, he hasn't played that great. He's been banged up. Um, Matthew Stafford, well, they just lost to the Titans and played, he played terrible in that game. Um, you know, who's the MVP of the league? It's really hard to say, right? It's, there's no real it's uh, quarterback. Yeah. And yeah. Dalton bet on Derrick Henry at like 50 to 1. Uh, but and he might have won it if the Titans were if the Titans were you know the, the one seed Derrick Henry probably wins it right now right but like he's out for the year so he's not going to win it so um, Jonathan Taylor can't win it because the Colts aren't they're too far back like like who could win MVP it's really uh, Cooper Cup is probably not going to win MVP I guess Stafford would get it if the Rams are the one seed but it's really wide open and and Brady just couldn't pick it up I don't know he was missing Brown he was missing Gronk Godwin wasn't maybe a hundred percent that we had a decent game. Um, you know, they, they weren't, uh, they just didn't look that dynamic. And, you know, Brady, uh, as good as he is historically, I mean, he's just a 44 year old dude. And if like guys aren't open, like what's he going to do? Right. You know I mean? If, if, the, if it's not working, what's he going to do? There's nothing he's going to do. No, that's right. That's right. So, uh, just, you, I think you just kind of thought like after the break, they'd be fine, but you know what? No Antonio Brown, no Gronk and a hobbled Chris Godwin. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Th- it's not. And Washington had played a little bit better defensively the last few weeks. Um, and yeah, Chase Young, obviously. They, but they're without Montez Sweat and Chase Young, like two of their best yeah. pass rushers. And their secondary has been bad all year. Like William Jackson was supposed to be this big addition, and he's been terrible, at least according to PFF. Uh, so, yeah. Maybe maybe they're just starting to get it. You know, every team makes adjustments. They had a bye week. Um, but I, I didn't – I like the only uh, super contest pick we won. We were one and four, unfortunately, was Washington. It just was so obvious that this was a good spot. Yeah. Um, and it was better than I even thought because I thought the Bucs would win. I just thought it would be a tough game. Yeah. Keep in mind with the Bucs, too. Vita Vea got carted off late with a knee injury, too. That's a big loss. If they huge, huge loss. That guy's like that, that guy's like the Chris Jones. You know, he's like the star, you know, guy who can get pushed from the interior, which is impossible for the quarterback to deal with. Huge, huge loss and a big run stopper. Yeah. They said it's a bone bruise and a slight MCL sprain. Uh, should avoid IR, but, uh, you know, they play Monday night against your Giants. So we'll see if he's good to go for that game. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he misses one. But they, they're done with their bye, too. So, unfortunately, they don't have that anymore. Yeah, I'd like to – that's going to be interesting to see Saquon maybe coming back, but no Vita Vea. I mean, they're still good against the run without him, but mm-hmm. that's a big piece of it. Any other uh, big takes from Week 10 before we sign off here? Um, not really. Uh, it was uh... – yeah, it was another week with a lot of upsets. And I, I wonder like if there's something going on in the NFL this year that makes that even more. It was really a chalky year until about week seven. And then everything started to uh, unravel the last couple of weeks. And I, I find it more interesting when, you know, where um, yeah. you don't really know, like, you know, there, there's no team. There's no team that you can say. I mean, maybe the Bills against the bad team, although they lost to the Jaguars. So I shouldn't say that. There's no team that you could say this team is a lock against that team. I mean, it, there's no lock, but I mean. It, it's like the chances of an upset are much bigger than we would have thought a few weeks ago. Yeah. The funny thing is, so we're, we're through week 10 exception of the Monday night game. Um, and we're still basically halfway done. We still have a lot of the season left to play. So we're talking about these bold strokes about like, who's the MVP, right. who's the favorite team, right. who are the four teams we take. Right. We got a lot still left. To it's going to change. It's going to change yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the big takeaways is it's, it's, it's an even longer season. Um, and it, there's a lot that can change with that. All right, that's going to wrap up today's podcast. Thanks to uh, WinBet for their exclusive gaming sponsorship all season long. Thanks to you guys for listening. We got uh, Jake and Joe with uh, free agents uh, in tomorrow's podcast. Thanks for listening to RotoWire. Take care.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.